This is episode four of the 10K Community Podcast. Today I had the pleasure of interviewing a good friend of mine, John Sioka. John is the founder of Purple Financial, a company on a mission to empower people with disabilities to achieve financial independence. In this episode, we discuss his introduction to coding and app development, the creation of his first app, You Belong, and how it has led him to create his most successful venture, Purple Financial. He also shares his journey as an entrepreneur, journey that has landed him on several notable magazines such as Forbes. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to like, share, and follow the 10K community platforms on Instagram and Twitter. And for more tools on becoming the best version of yourself, please subscribe to the 10K community blog website at 10kcommunity.com. Enjoy. Thank you so much, John, for joining me. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to our our listeners? Yeah, thanks for having me. So I'm John Sioka, um, junior. Uh, studying entrepreneurship at Florida Gulf Coast University. Yeah. I'm also the founder of You Belong, um, and been you know an app developer for a number of years. Been doing that for like six years now. So my first question is: first of all, where are you from? Like what hometown? Yeah, yeah. So uh, originally from New Jersey. Nice. Um, we've been down here for six years now. What brought you guys down here? Uh, so it's for my mom's work. So she works in uh, healthcare with seniors. So mm-hmm. obviously a lot of uh, old people down here, right? Yeah. So, so it's a, it's so, a fine uh, spot for them. Exactly. So she was offered the job. We were trying to finish out, you know, high school back in New Jersey, but yeah. they uh, offered it to her the second time, and we were like, you know what, we can't pass up on the. So how's, how's the transition from uh, New Jersey to Florida been for you guys? Just yeah, you know, it's uh, for me it was relatively easy. You know, we nice. just. Uh, you know, it's hard, obviously, leaving friends and everything like yeah. that. But um, getting down here, met a lot of, you know, new people, you know, new school and stuff like that. You nice. Know, got a chance to start fresh, you know, and just make a lot of new friends and stuff like that. But, you know, one of the things, and, you know, we can dive deeper into it afterward, but was uh, my brother Christian, he has Down syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. So the move, you know, the move for him was a little bit uh, harder. And so that's sort of what, yeah. you know, ultimately snowballs into a lot of stuff that, work on now so nice nice well yeah we'll definitely get into yeah. that man i mean before we move on do, do you which one do you prefer new jersey or florida if you have to be honest with yourself um you know i love the you know obviously had a blast growing up in in jersey um love the love the summers down here yeah. but i also had a, a lot of fun in the summers you know back there and just you know miss the season chains and stuff like that because I'm, I'm originally from boston and uh, me and yeah. my parents my family moved down to uh, tampa florida when i was 13 so in 2004 12 around that time yeah. and I said I, I want to go back to Boston as soon as possible I love it up there like the energy's great yeah. the weather I mean, yeah, the weather change man you exactly can't, the, it's always the, hot here you got nothing else to expect the, but just heat the season change is uh that's one thing it's one thing I miss and just, yeah uh, also just you know you're long to go back and see all the friends oh and stuff for like sure that, for but. sure for sure well let me go ahead and ask you this so how'd you get into programming yeah so that's that's funny so I started that in uh 2012 right mm-hmm and was just a was just a thing I started over the start over the summer. You know, I was always uh, always loved tech and you know just and building stuff like that. Yeah. You know, just like going way back. You know, just loved building with like Legos and stuff like that. Right, always was creative. Always wanted to try. You know, yeah, yeah. building new things. Right, and then you know just found you know a few books, YouTube videos, and a website to sort of start learning to you know code over the summer. Just yeah. you know would wake up early. You know, just kind of go at it, and you know, it's kind of fun just being able to, you know, the power of like the keyboard and right, yeah, yeah, typing out all this code and stuff, and then seeing, you know, something that you just spent, you know, hours doing, right, it comes to life, and you're able to, you know, 
control a computer in ways that you've never, you know, imagined possible, right? That, yeah, and I understand that. That's actually pretty cool. Like the fact that you said you wake up early in the morning hours exactly. and put it on time. So how many apps have you, have you created since you started yeah, programming? Yeah, so, so going back, you know, it's, it's over, I think the portfolio is over like 30 some odd apps, right? Oh, jeez, you know, man. A lot of them, six years? And yeah, eight. Eight, well, eight yeah. Okay. So, with my bed with the six. But, um, you know, it's just a lot of them, you know, early on was a lot of different games, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just sort of wanted to build um, stuff that, you know, my friends and I were playing, right? Yeah. Different, you know, Angry Birds, fun stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, start to get into, you know, each sort of project, you know, you get more complex, right? You yeah, take the yeah. learnings from the last one and you stuff get better, like that. So, you, get better each time. you know, a number of the games made it to the store, right? Yeah. But then there's also the ones that sort of just died off. Yeah, you, you take, you learn from them, but then, you know, they either fail, you just didn't, you know, pursue them all the way through. Yeah. So you just you just continue to pivot. Exactly. And then, well, the first pivot obviously was You Belong, right? If I'm correct. Yeah. So how did that, how did that, how'd you come up with that? Yeah. So that, so You Belong was uh, born down here uh, in 2017. So it was like a little while after um, the move from Jersey to Florida, right? Yeah. So I wanted to combine, you know, my passions for, you know, tech and, you know, just using it, you know, have an impact and stuff like that mm-hmm. and then obviously with my brother you said he had a hard transition yeah. coming up yeah, to exactly. Florida. if you so want to elaborate of, on that for us so seeing that you know opportunity to combine those two things you know of my life right and mm-hmm. to you know take my ability to you know build a mobile app right now we have the chance to you know build an app that enables not only him to connect right yeah so that he can meet you know new people down here yeah but then also reconnect with the the friends that he left behind and it, it sort of sort of took off from there, right? So yeah. a bunch of people started signing up, you know, his friends, you know, family members, siblings, things like that. And yeah. you know, it was kind of crazy because I didn't really imagine, you know, it turning into something that became like this big community for people with special needs, right? Understood, it was just sort understood. of like a it was just sort of a side passion project. Yeah, that, you just you know, wanted to help your brother to, out. Exactly. Yeah, needed sir. to solve a problem. Yeah. And apparently it solved a much bigger problem than, mm-hmm. you know, could have really imagined early on. So what was, so you said the response was immediate, right? So how can you talk about that? How'd you feel when you like, you know, I created this, I yeah. love coding, I love making apps, and I obviously I love my brother and I want to make sure he's getting the most interaction as he possibly can with yeah. his that with, with his disabilities. When you got that reaction, man, how'd that make you feel? Exactly. So it was pretty it was pretty exciting, right? Started started off a little slow, but it was mainly just, you know, getting those first users from our our friend group and stuff on like that. And then where it all sort of really kicked in. Uh, was like a couple different like news articles mm. picked it up, right? So yeah. at first it was like local news, yeah, and then eventually the um, the story was like posted in like USA Today, and from there it was this like all like this crazy rocket ship of you know between new signups on you belong, but then yeah. also just you know just a general like wild ride for us, you know, doing a bunch of other stories and a bunch of whole like a whole bunch of new mm. opportunities opened up with uh, with you belong and just to take it around and just it all it, fell into place and it was kind of crazy just, that's that's awesome you know, still man. being in a like what sophomore in high school and all this was this like was sophomore unfolding. in high school yeah wow so wow, that's all, impressive it all just happened it was like this is crazy you know young and just making, going with making it and just moves. Sort of, exactly yeah just learning as we go and yeah taking advantage of it so before you even like created you belong what kind of uh what kind of research did you have to conduct how'd you find information on what you wanted what you needed to do how to build the app the proper way where did you find your research yeah so i guess it, it really comes down to just um you know prior experiences with the, each of the different projects right yeah. so you know building 
obviously like games are a lot different than building a social network, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's, you know, most of those learnings apply to um, you know, what we're doing, right? But then also just sort of taking a look at like, how are the other ones built, right? Like what else, you know, is there to sort of uh, take part and learn from, right? So you Understood. sort of look at the, you look at how, you know, how Facebook's built and things yeah. like that. And you sort of apply those principles to what we're doing and just mm-hmm. sort of, you know, not copy them, but like, you know, trying to take advantage and combine like, what did I already know? Yeah. And what can I, you know, sort of leverage to it's not copy, yeah, bring just it all together, it, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, there's already a platform that does exactly. almost exactly what you, you want. Don't need to, you just you need don't to reinvent the wheel, but. You don't need to just put your spin on it. Yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. So how did, how did you go from you belong? How did you transition to Purple? Which is the yeah. company you're working on right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so first, I'll give you the rundown on Purple. So, Purple yes, is a mobile bank for people with disabilities, right? And it all sort of stems off of um, what we built with Ublong, right? And that's just you know this amazing community, um, and we're able to you know obviously one of the key things is you know continue to keep learning from your users, right? Talk with them and just find out you know is your product you know solving their primary pain points? Yeah, yeah. And one thing we we heard you know over and over again was. You know a few different things, right? Um, it's hard for them to manage your finances. Um, parents have trouble, you know, applying for benefits payments for their kids and stuff like that. Understood. So, you know, we sort of realized, hey, they're handing us this much larger problem for us to, to tackle, and that was sort of the initial genesis behind um, Purple. And at the time, you know, this was almost, you know, coming up on like two years ago now. Was um, we called it Ublong Cash, right? It was just like an extension of Ublong brand, right? We mm-hmm. wanted to create, you know, a whole bunch of products that, you know, solved all these different pain points with sort of the Ublong being at the core of what we do, right? Yeah. And then eventually just as things progressed, right, it's sort of like such a big opportunity that, you know, spinning, spinning it off almost as its own, you know, entity, just like yeah. as a separate company, yeah, yeah. just as Purple, you know, was ultimately the right decision. And it gives us a lot more freedom um, to just like really go hard and, and tackle that space. Yeah, and I like what you said that you when you created you belong and you started seeing more pain points. He was like, okay, there's a bigger problem here. Yeah. So talk about that bigger problem. How did you know? Yeah, there's a bigger problem, but you already have a platform that's doing really well. You didn't have to tackle that problem. That could have been a problem for someone else. Exactly to deal right. With, so, right? We are, so we already had you know you yeah. belong, and obviously like what we we're doing with that was essentially you know building a safe social network. Right. We're trying to compete with you know. The likes of you know Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, when you think about it, it's like it's pretty crazy to say you're going up There's against giants against yeah. the big dogs, right? Big so, dogs. so it's kind of like crazy it. I in like a the sense, gutsiness, but though. but it's also a lot of fun because you know we got you know we're compete, trying to compete at like a massive scale, right? Yeah, like these guys are ginormous, and what we're doing is much smaller, you know, niche community and things like that. Yeah, um, but it's just you know. really just the problem that kept coming up over and over again was you know it's just you couldn't pass it by right you needed to put like all of the resources behind it to really you know solve it and that's mm-hmm. sort of why you know just you know setting up purple and just like allowing us to pursue that you know with like all the resources yeah that's awesome man that's awesome so my next question is why entrepreneurship well how'd you get into it how'd you get into this space yeah, I guess um, it's funny because it all sort of started here at FGCU, right? So initially enrolled as a software engineering major, mm-hmm. um, you know, was going through the gen eds and stuff like that. 
Um, and then, I guess first we I enrolled in um, the runway program, right? So obviously had you belong going and stuff like yeah, that. And yeah, yeah. Sort of, you know, hopped into runway to see if you know could we grow it? Could we turn it into like a viable business, right? Yeah. And, you know, went through the semester of that, and you know, met you know amazing faculty and stuff yeah, like that. And was yeah. like, all right, I think this is sort of where I want to be, you know, full time. This is really what I want to do, right? I love, yeah. you know, love building products and stuff like that. Uh huh. But also wanted to be able to just you know hammer down and pursue you know what we're already working on, mm-hmm. you know, as is. So, so would you consider yourself a full fledged entrepreneur? Like you're not turning back now. You're committed. Yeah, pretty much because I you know. Obviously, like the passion for for tech and, and building products will always, you know, be with me. And I think that's sort of what drives me as, you know, an entrepreneur. I'm more oriented towards, you know, building stuff, right? Yeah. But now, you know, pursuing the entrepreneurship degree and the major, right? That sort of gives me the business sense to combine both of those, right? So yeah. I can, you know, execute on building the products and you know laying out what we need to do to get it done. But now, you know, having the ability to sort of lay out a business plan and financials and stuff like that it all sort of comes ties together so i think that's why you know for me it was you know a much better path to sort of pursue nice nice man so continuing off that off this point about what we're talking about here here on my podcast i want i want to know the entrepreneur not just as a business as a business person just creating business but i want you i want to know you as a person so what is who is john if you wanted to, describe, if you could describe yourself to our to our audience, who is John? Yeah, I guess uh, there's a few different words. One that I like to to use is just like innovator, right? Innovator. I love to think through things, like think into the future, like how how are things going to look, right? And yeah. sort of, you know, what can we do today? What can we work on today? You know, to to build towards that, you know, that vision, right? Yeah. So I love, I love using that word to sort of describe what I do, right? Thinker, doer, you know, yeah. innovator, stuff like that. I think. Really Have you always known that about yourself, or was there a period of time where you kind of had to like really figure out who you were as a person? And that, yeah, self development. Yeah, it's funny because from an early age, you know, like I said, building with Legos and stuff like that. I think it's always been a core part of who I am. Yeah. And just you know, building things like that, and always loved experiment and whatnot and I you know obviously played sports growing up and stuff like that but it just never felt like the right path right yeah, like I never yeah. really wanted to pursue that but then when it came to like you know ultimately you know this is even before you know like iPhones and like Apple products and stuff like that right mm-hmm. like it all sort of kicked in after getting like the first iPad sort of like unlocked this whole you know beyond the screen like all the stuff going on behind yeah, the scenes yeah. right like even before those were introduced you know like I said just the Legos and just building, even my brother, right? There's these uh, toys that we love going way back called Connect. Connects. Right? And so you get like all these different pieces that all, you know, you put them all together and we were building crazy things, cars, you know, different things, right? And so it's always been from a young age, you've been able to, you know, just, I've always captured sort of that creativity of just building stuff. And yeah. It's sort of, you know, it's obviously changed paths now with more in the software world, but mm-hmm. it's always sort of as a like, you've always been a creator. Exactly, it's always yeah. been like at my core creator and just builder and just stuff like that. Nice man. So was there a, like a little hesitancy when you had to when you said okay I'm gonna full fledged launch all these stuff? Like what was what was your 
mentality when you launched all your when you launched I guess launched purple what was the mentality you had yeah I guess with you know I guess introducing purple is a little bit easier because we've already done you know you belong right yeah so but I guess when going back to like you belong it was just the same thing it was just another one of those many previous projects right mm-hmm. no intention of turning it into something that was big right it was just built it let's put it out there let's see what happens and then you know you know was all sort of over the course of like three plus years it all sort of unfolded and it's yeah. like all these opportunities happen just like in such a short time right so I never really pictured like unlocking all those opportunities and now you know sort of learning from the previous experiences right now here we are with purple and it's just it was easier to make the decision to like mm-hmm. you know launch it and pursue it because you know we've done like these previous products and stuff we've yeah. learned the sort of basics of going about it and obviously with you know the school of entrepreneurship here at FGCU. You know, it's it like just makes sense because we got a lot of resources behind us. To, yes, yes. To sort of pursue it and go go all in. Nice. So you started. So you started your journey pretty early with just this, just like software engineering and yeah. all this stuff. What have you learned as an entrepreneur so far? Like, what are some lessons? What are some important lessons to just throughout your journey, making all these stuff, putting them out, some of them not working, and then yeah. boom, you belong works. Now you have all these opportunities. What are some lessons you've learned throughout your yeah, time? Yeah, I guess a few things. So like one's always just, you know, keep keep experimenting, right? You know, always be trying something new, right? Because you just gotta and that sort of comes back to the key of just, you know, continuing to keep learning. Whether yeah. it's like both like I'm learning, you know, yeah. going through everything, right? Reading and stuff like that, but then also just learning from the products, the feedback, you know, obviously the customers and stuff like that. Like taking everything in, you know, sort of like parsing out the information that we need from it and then sort of like extract it like what can we do with these insights now and like how can we apply it to what we're doing yeah. you know moving forward yeah you talked about some books what are some tools that have helped you become a better entrepreneur throughout the years yeah so i was never a big reader right yeah i like, don't think anybody was you know <laughs> started off um and it was funny because i started off with books to just sort of you know get into coding and stuff like that mm-hmm. right like these major ginormous textbooks and this was before it really took off and like YouTube videos were starting to pop up and stuff like that. Yeah. So those were sort of my first books, right? And I still have those just because it's fun to look at them and things have changed, right? Yeah, yeah. But now just recently, just sort of, I guess maybe being locked up and stuff, just wanted to start reading. So there's a few books. Um, I got to think like Zero to One from uh, Peter Thiel. Like okay. that. I love that one. That's a really great book. Zero to One? Zero to One. Mm-hmm. Um, the innovation stack that is from um, one of the co-founders of Square. Okay. Um, really love that one. And um, there's a whole bunch I've got on my shelf that like. You consider yourself a hefty reader now? Sort of now, yeah. yeah. It was funny. Like I guess just maybe it was over the holiday break I just started to get into it. But like I've been cruising through them and it's been a lot of fun. Nice. So it's it's a recent thing. Yeah. But. I've been able to get through a number of like I keep forgetting the titles, but I've got them all written down and like quotes that I've taken out of them, and I always like to like refer back to them and do yeah. stuff like that. Is that quote from one of the books you read, or you just no? Like, that's uh, Hock. Hock, um, who's so Hock? The, the quote is "Clean out a corner of your mind, and creativity will instantly fill it." That's beautiful. So, so Hock, he's um, the founder of Visa, yeah. which obviously is one of the probably biggest, one of your partners, most, most recognizable brands yeah. in the world, right? It's like in everybody's wallet. Okay. So, are you guys partnered with Visa right now or no? Right now, yeah. So I've I've been in talks with you know Visa early on and would love to work with them. Right now yeah. we we have a 
MasterCard debit card. Okay, okay. Um, nice. All respect to MasterCard, love them. But Visa, there's something about Visa that you know I really you just feel like I with. connect to and stuff like yeah. that. And is it know, because of D Hawk himself, or is it just D, the brand in general? Yeah, D. You know, he he since uh, like retired and stuff like that, and so he just he's got a few books out and stuff like that. But you know, just being able to build yeah such a massive you know what Visa is like ginormous network you know mm-hmm. globally recognized right yeah yeah like the man is an inspiration I mean what he did and what he built and how it powers I mean every single payment almost every you know yeah, I can, it's everywhere I, I get super uh, passionate about the payment space it's, <laughs> it's nuts yeah so what does this quote mean to you personally clean, yeah, out, so, your, clean out a corner of your mind and creativity will instantly fill what does yeah, that mean so, to you for me what I like to do is uh, you know sit back, disconnect from, you know, like sitting in front of a computer all day, right? Mm-hmm. Whether that's taking a walk or just, you know, just getting outside. I love to be out, you know, near water. I yeah. love the pool, the beach, whatever, right? And, you know, sort of, you know, clean out that corner, right? Just forget everything and think through some new ideas. Like, I love doing that, right? Like, obviously the focus is on, you know, what we're working on now, but yeah. there's always, always that one Gotta little think spot the box for, a little bit. for like, What's next? Yeah. And what else is also happening in the world that, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we could incorporate or yeah. pursue or stuff like that. You never right? know where you can find And that's sort of that's sort of the corner that I like to, you know, leave that room open to sort of process that stuff and sort mm-hmm. of dig into like what like I said, like what's the future look like and stuff like that. Not yeah. just for like purple and you belong, but also, you know, just more generally, like where are we heading and how is what we're doing today gonna fit yeah. into it? So how often are you doing this? Like take stepping away from the computer and going out for a walk off? Yeah, I like, love on a daily you know, basis, weekly basis. Yeah, it's sort of similar with the with my like starting to reading, right? So I love to take a few minutes, use the Apple Watch mindfulness mm-hmm. stuff, and do like three five minutes of just like deep breathing and just like quiet. Nice, you know, and just step away from everything. You know, forget it. I think it all sort of ties into when all that sort of happens. Like yeah. same thing with the reading. Like I like to just. Whether it's at night or just, you know, sit in the room, like sometimes sit on the floor and just like post up against the wall and yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. you know, read and, you know, whether it's 30 minutes, an hour, and just sort of have that time dedicated to just not focus on any work, schoolwork, you know, just focus on you. Just process like yeah. what's going on and stuff like yeah, that. Focus on what you got going on in your head because you got to just, you got to cut You got to get it out. Yeah, you got to get it out, man. You got to put it in like in the right, nice cubicles get everything organized so you can attack your exactly. day better that way but that's awesome man so i guess i want to talk about i do want to point a little bit more on the number of success that you you've had as an entrepreneur with you belong in purple you've been on multiple magazines you've been on forbes can you talk about the success that the, the notoriety you're getting yeah, how, so how has that been for so you it's been it's been fun right right so like i said early on you know one of the first like big name stories that happened was usa today right mm-hmm. never could have imagined them you know, picking up the story, and they also did a did a video, which was cool. And like, this was a couple of years ago, and it like got like a million and a half views, and people were commenting like, "I love these two, yeah," because it was a video of me and my brother, right? Yeah, yeah. Like these two are so cute. Like, love what they're doing, <laughs> stuff like that. And it was all, it's all been crazy since then, right? So we've done. I mean, one of my favorite, um, you know, I think one of my proudest moments is the story being featured on the App Store, and so this. I think this story was released like 
the first semester I got here at FTCU. Nice. And was crazy because like it, the the story in the interview happened um, over the summer when I was at um, Apple's developers conference. Yeah. And so they did like the photo shoot and everything like that, and they're like, it'll be released some point, maybe, right? Because <laughs> you know it's never it's never locked in until it happens with Apple, right? So, yeah. Yeah. But you know you see all these stories of like these big developers who have you know these ginormous apps and you know stuff like that, and to be featured on like the homepage, my story alongside them. Yeah was just that's awesome blew me away <laughs> and i look at it frequently because i love yeah you know, it's just one of my key moments in life right like i was yeah. like after that happened i was like i could die now this is, <laughs> be like, happy. this is what i wanted to do yes sir so do you use that as motivation or is it kind of like one of those do you feel pressure to kind of maintain a high level of success with everything you do or is it just one of those like i've done it i've seen myself succeed and i can go back and do it again how do you how do you process this level of success yeah, that you've had so far one, right i guess you know Starting out early, like never could have imagined that, you know, happening, right? Now, I mean, you know, I love, I love that, but I think it, it sets the bar of like, you know, obviously you need to keep going, right? Because yeah. I got to live up to that. Yes, sir. That status now, the right? The bar is like, high. Got featured on the app store. Like, can't stop there, right? Yes, we got to keep going. Yes, sir. But then also for me, it was like, I didn't think that was going to happen, right? <laughs> now it did. It's like. Should I stop? Should I quit while I'm ahead? <laughs> but I think, I'm glad you haven't though. You I think it's like you more, yeah, it's definitely more of a driver to keep going yeah. because like, you're still young, right? I didn't mm-hmm. imagine that happening in such a short time. Yes. And now it's like, well, we can do that in such a short time. Like, what else can we do? Know, yeah. Can we do bigger and better? You know, just in a number of years, right? Yes, sir. That's awesome. So I just wanted to ask you another one. What do you love most about being an entrepreneur? And then on the flip side, what do you, don't you like the most about being an entrepreneur? Hmm. What do I love the most? Um, I just love you know every little bit of it. You know, it's just, mm. it's a lot of fun. You know, it's always you know learning and stuff like that. Um, what really stands out though? I mean, I don't know. I mean, as far as what I don't like, you, know, <laughs> you can right? start with the what you don't like. It's easy, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> it's just like you know, there's so much that I love about it. But then it's also at the same time, it's like, it's a lot, right? It's a lot of responsibility of, you know, building a, building a company, right? And yeah. Especially with what we're trying to do, right? We're trying to have you know, the biggest impact possible, right? So when you think about that, it's like, you know, every sort of step we take, you know, we have to be, you know, super thoughtful about, you know, who we're building for. Yeah. Um, you know, what we're building, you know, how we launch and stuff like that. And it's... You know, sort of that, especially with with Purple, right? You know, we're building in, you know, financial services like super regulated. So, you know, just Purple by itself, you know, is is a lot of uh, stresses because you know there's a lot of that red tape that we have to like that fine line that we have to like just walk pull, along yeah, to make yeah, sure you know everything is lines. compliant, yeah. and clean, and stuff like yes, that. Sir. But then just more generally, I think like, but I love that though. It's like. The impact. It's a lot of fun yeah. because we're going through all those steps in the in the process, right? Yeah. But then at the end of the day, you know, all's good, right? Yeah. We launch. Yeah. And then you see like the product in hands and the impact that we're actually having, and like this is why the whole process is actually a lot of fun and you know impactful. So as an entrepreneur, what you love most is the ability to impact others. 
yeah, I think that's always been one of my main drivers, right? Like I that's said, awesome, you know, using technology for good. That's always sort of been, I think that's sort of like my core mission. Yeah. To drive like everything we do. Yeah. And just what I do. Yeah. Is just, you know, using my passion for tech, but yeah. not just building it to like exploit, you know, an opportunity and yeah, stuff yeah, like for that, sure. but to actually use it to, you know, do good. Because at the end of the day, you know, if we're doing good, ultimately, you know, you can like make money and, yeah. you know, be successful in doing so. I, I read a quote by Ray Dalio in his book, Principles. It says, like, as a creator, as an entrepreneur, your job, money's, the, money's a byproduct of your excellence and your impact. It's not the goal. So the more you continue to chase those goals and those that excellence with purple, with you belong, with whatever you're going to do in the future, money's going to come. Notoriety is obviously going to come. There because is, right? Yeah, it's it good all, enough. It it's always excellent. comes along the way, right? It's, it's not, always going to come. It's not expected. It's not what I set out yeah. to do. It's, but just it's just a byproduct. Of by doing what we're doing and yeah. stuff like that, it's just... It all sort of comes with it, and yeah. then it, you know, it's a lot of fun in the moment, but it just keeps driving, you know, what we're going to do yeah. you know, in the years to come. So as a motivated entrepreneur who's trying to make the most impact with this brand and with this platform, what's the future for you? For you, for Purple, for You Belong, for any new ventures you'd like to share here that's coming, that should be looked out for, what's next? Yeah, I guess for me in general, right? So yeah. I love doing this, right? I love of building products, building companies. Um, I don't see that stopping, right? Yes, I sir. think, um, obviously right now, the focus is on you belong in purple. Um, as far as like the next 10 years with, with those, I think with purple, you know, it's our goal to build, you know, financial products sort of for every stage of our customers' lives, right? right? Whether that means, you know, you know, expanding into savings, you know, borrowing, lending, things like that. Yeah. Um, you know, there's still so much room for us to sort of build these, you know, products that sort of touch um, each of these moments uh, in, our, in our members' lives. Yeah. Um, so I think there's still a lot of opportunity for us to, to build with Purple. Um, you know, and hopefully, you know, we, we keep going. Yeah. Whether we lead up to, like, uh, IPO, right? Yeah, would love hopefully. to. Would love to do that. I'll definitely in my lifetime, right? I'll be buying stocks in that. So yeah. I think that's sort of like what is laid out with the vision for Purple, and then yeah. you know, once that's done, whatever that looks like, you know, I'll, still young. Yes, sir. I'll move on to whatever's next. And What's next? You know, ten years will look a lot different. So yeah. There's obviously going to be something new to to pursue, and you know, obviously. If, double down and go bigger and better than the previous one, right? Yeah. And whether that bigger we do that two, three, four times, who knows, right? That's sort of the, that's how I see it now. It's like, you know, we got, can't stop with the one. Yeah. But we'll, we'll focus on that for right now. Yeah. But then when it's done, there's still room to, still room to go. keep going. So first of all, how old are you? Just turned 21. <laughs> Yesterday. I'm about to turn 22. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah, so thank happy you. Happy birthday, you know? man. Turning 22 in a month, too, man. Awesome. The fact that you're younger than me. Wow. There you go, right? Impressive. So I was actually going to ask you earlier, why is it called purple? Is it your yeah. brother's favorite so, color? Yeah, so there's a couple things, right? So um, this goes back to sort of Ubelong, right? So we, the brand of Ubelong was always was always purple, right? And, you know, like I said, it was initially called Ubelong Cash. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, sort of saw an opportunity to branch it off um, and purple sort of seemed right because it is Chris's favorite color yeah but there's also a couple things with the color right so 
you know, purple is typically, you know, represented by, you know, a lot of like these inclusive, you know, disability organizations, right? So awesome. it sort of sort of fit, you know, what we're yeah. already doing, right? Nice. Um, but another cool thing that I found was, you know, in nature, the col the color purple um, doesn't appear that often, right? You know, mm. there's when there's a when there's like a flower that's purple, yeah. it always happens in a small batch. Wow. It's not, you know, too frequent. So what I figured, you know, is that, you know, it's a unique opportunity to see the color purple in nature. Mm. And, you know, for our customers, right, with people with disabilities, you know, they're individuals that are unique and stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, out in the wild, the color purple is one of those same things. You know, it's yeah. unique when you see the opportunity yeah. to actually, yeah. you know, see it there. So that's yeah. sort of all tied in. But then there's like a lot of values that are tied to purple with like, inclusion, you know, creativity, um, wealth, things like that. It sort of just fit, you know, everything that we're building and, you know, the core values that drive, you know, what we're trying to build. So yeah. the color purple just sort of worked and we ran with it. What are the core values of the company? If you had to, if you, if you know that already. Yeah, so there's like inclusion, um, building products that are accessible, you know, can be used by as many people, you know. Um, that's really, those are like the two core ones. Yeah. We have a few others. But. Inclusion is a big one, man. Yeah. I love what this. I love what you're doing as an entrepreneur, as with Purple and You Belong. You're just creating a platform for those that, are, yeah. like you said, Purple is not. It's not the easiest thing to see, and it only happens in such a small group. I think you're putting that small group on a big platform so everybody can exactly. see, can, everybody can see how beautiful they are as individuals as well and what they can do. Yeah. So it's our, you know, with Purple, it's our mission to, you know, enable people with, you know, and empower people with disabilities to yeah. achieve financial independence, right? Nice. And wow, financial way, independence is not just for the people that were considered quote unquote normal, it's for everybody. Exactly, right? So it's it should be for everyone and mm -hmm. we're trying to build financial products that are, you know, affordable and accessible and lead to, you know, allowing people with disabilities but everyone to participate in, you know, the financial system because they're excluded. Yeah. Which when they participate ultimately can lead um, if you build the products right, yeah, to you know financial independence, which yeah. allows them to, you know, live as normal a life as possible, which I think every everybody wants. That's awesome, man. That's beautiful. I love I love this. I love. I'm a big advocate for this now. I yeah. love the fact this this meeting this little sit down talk has really opened my eyes on the beauty of what you're doing. Exactly. So that's really, a, like that's all what drives yeah. you know everything we do behind the scenes. Yes, and, sir. You know, we just gotta. I'm telling you, man. Keep those in mind and keep executing on them. You're a star on this campus, man. I've been here for about a semester, and I've all I've heard was John's name, Purple. <laughs> yeah. You belong. I'm like, who is this kid? You're like, who is this guy? I need to meet him. I have to meet him. I got to meet him, man. And I thank you so much for it. So my last question to you is, as a person who's looking to make an impact on the world in his own special way, there are kids out there, young, old, our age, even older, who are looking to also make an impact in their own special way. What advice would you give them for those that are just on a line, can't fully seem to commit to it, yeah. are afraid, or just super excited? What advice can you give them? Yeah, I mean, if, if there's anybody that's driven, you know, to make an impact, right? Yeah. Obviously, everyone wants to have an impact that's as big as possible. But I don't yeah. think you need to. You know, you can start small, whether it's, you know, one person, right? Like what we did with Ublong was built for one person, my brother, right? It was, yeah. That was the ultimate impact. Yeah. We built for him, led to his friends, became a much bigger group, right? The yeah. impact grew from just, you know, not seeking to achieve that from the get-go. Mm -hmm. But, you know, start small and start ultimately small. just, you get to that point that you always wanted to achieve yeah. and maybe even beyond 
what could have been imagined, like what we did, right? Yeah, yeah. And it all just sort of snowballed from there. I think, you know, just if you're passionate about anything, right, just pursue it, yeah. you know? You might not like it. You just move on, you find the next one. Find the next one. But if you're passionate about, you know, making a difference, you know, having that impact, you know, yeah. you don't need to go so big where it's like unattainable, right? And you can't yeah. actually achieve what you yeah. want to set out to do. Like yeah. impacting one person at a time. Yeah. Will ultimately lead to you know, much much greater, you know, than what you're imagining. You know, a rocket ship can't get to space no matter how big and powerful it is without that small spark. That's it. Small spark. Start as small as you can. Start as find something accessible to you. Just build off of it and keep going forward. Keep moving forward and find what's next. Thank you so much for joining me, John. And uh, if you want to take some time for, as we close to share your platform, so people can connect with you to find Purple. How can they find Purple? How can they find you? You belong. You know. Yeah. Anything so, you got going on? So I'm all over the place um, on all the various socials: Twitter, um, Instagram. I'm a frequent user, but you can find me there. Yes, yeah, sir. Um, as far as you belong, youbelong.com. Um, purple is at withpurple.com. And you can sort of see, you know, what we're building. Reach out if you have any questions or want to get involved. Awesome, man. Thank you for joining me. And with that, we're going to close out. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. And thank you for listening. Thanks. Come on.